You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are getting the support you need to access your employment rights, especially if you are on a probationary contract. This week, we're into the fourth part of our mini-series on probationary contracts. Having already looked at definitions of probationary contracts, employment rights when you're working on a probationary contract and the five probation survival strategies you need when you're navigating your probationary contract. This week, we look at the five key things your employer will be looking at when your employer may be planning to fail your probation and dismiss you from your probationary contract. So let's get into it. The first thing your manager will have to do if your manager is concerned that you are not passing your probationary contract is that your manager must, not may, but must be able to evidence that they have followed their own company procedure when dismissing you. It cannot be the case that if a dismissal procedure for probationers exists, that your manager avoids using that procedure with you. No, that procedure must be followed as far as possible to the letter, as written. The second thing your manager will do is to make sure that all the evidence of your underperformance is being collected against you. So what you will find is that you are called to regular review meetings where your manager will tell you that you are not doing things right or you are not pulling your weight or you are not doing enough work in the time given to you or that the delays and problems with your work is affecting the work of other team members. The aim of bringing you into lots of reviews is to tell you what's going wrong with your probation, to tell you what you need to do to improve the standard of performance expected of you, and to tell you how much time you have to make those improvements. During your probationary period, your manager is expected to continuously review your performance And your manager will know that the company can only prove that your probationary contract was effective and meaningful if the contract includes regular probationary reviews in which performance issues and any other issues for that matter, if those issues are identified in those reviews and you are informed that the issues are required for the improvements to be achieved. When monitoring and reviewing of your performance is happening, your manager should be continuously documenting your results, the targets set, the expected standards you must achieve and the reasons for those standards. Your manager can also speak to other members of staff about your performance and include those comments or concerns in the review documents. Once documented, though, you should receive a copy of the results or findings of your reviews for your record so you can use the documents to focus on areas of improvement. Remember, 
What you need to improve should not be a memory test. Everything should be transparent and out in the open. The third thing your manager will do in preparation for dismissing you from your probationary contract is that if you are in the unfortunate position of having to attend several reviews about your performance, especially over a short period of time, you will then hear your manager begin to include warnings. And the warnings will say things like failure to achieve your probation targets may lead to your dismissal from your contract. Now, as mentioned in earlier podcasts, this can be a very worrying time when you hear the word dismissal. In our experience, threats of losing your job are less likely to support you to achieve a required standard and are more likely to worry you into making more mistakes, which will likely speed up the problems you are facing and also speed up your exit from the company. Despite this, though, you do need to know if you are facing the threat of dismissal and your manager has a duty to tell you. The fourth thing you should expect your manager to do during the period when you are said to be failing your probation is to offer you training, coaching and support to reach the required standard. If your employer is genuine in wanting you to succeed, Offering you more training and support will happen very quickly during your probationary period. A good manager will want to intervene at the earliest opportunity to give you every opportunity to meet the required standards. But a bad manager will do the opposite and will intervene with help and support as late as possible, likely because your manager has already decided that they would rather not have you in the company. So you need to pay attention to when the help is coming to you, if you feel you are struggling or you are being assessed as struggling to meet your probation expectations. If you are thinking about challenging your dismissal, should dismissal occur, you'll want to be able to provide evidence that you asked for that help and support, yes, but more importantly, that your requests fell on deaf ears and when the support and training eventually came, it came too late to help you. The fifth and final thing you will see from your manager if a decision has been made to end your probationary contract is that your manager will invite you to a meeting at which you will be told that your manager is now thinking about dismissing you from your probation contract. At that meeting, you should be provided with copies of all relevant documentation that your manager is using to form the basis of the case for dismissing you. When you check the paperwork you are given, there should be no surprises. Whilst you might not agree with the final decision of your manager to seek your dismissal, the documents your manager is using to prove your inability to meet required standards should be documents that tell a story which you are aware of. If the documents tell a story which you are not aware of, then you could have grounds for taking action against your employer if you are dismissed. And we'll say something about this at the end of the podcast. So you're in a meeting now and your manager has just given you documents which your manager is saying 
prove that you are unable to meet the standards required of you for your probationary contract. Now, in that meeting, you'll be given a date when your employer will discuss the concerns about your performance. And the reason there should be a gap between the two is so that you have time to prepare your responses. It's important to note that you have an employment right to be accompanied at the formal meeting and you can be accompanied by a work colleague or a trade union representative. The key here being the word accompanied, meaning that someone can go with you to support you. At the meeting, you'll be given a full opportunity to comment on the reasons for your poor performance. And you'll also be given an opportunity to put forward any defence or arguments that explains your position. Your manager will then explain what the company has done to help and support you. And they'll include all the extra support or the coaching or the training that you have received. Your manager will also then look at targets you fail to meet and the explanations you gave at the time for failing to meet those targets. Once the manager has put their case, you should also then be given a chance to respond to any concerns raised about you and to challenge any information about your performance which you think is wrong. At this point, if you want to challenge your manager's vision of you as a failing probationer, you can put forward your own plan for how you intend to reach the required targets. But if what your manager is saying is that your performance requires improvement, then you can put forward your own plan for how you intend to improve your performance. The whole focus being that you are trying to show that you can do the work to retain your contract. And at this point, you can suggest that an extension of your probation period would be the fair thing to do to give you a final chance to improve your performance and reach the required standard. Your employer has to listen and record your responses and then make a decision based on the facts of your case and the responses you have given. As mentioned in previous podcasts, there are two possible outcomes from this meeting. The first outcome is that your manager agrees to extend your probation to allow you further time to improve to the required standard. Now, your manager only has to offer an extension if the option of extending your probationary contract is actually written into the contract of employment. If it's not there then an extension cannot be expected. How long your manager extends your contract is up to the company, but in most cases, extensions are usually for about three months on top of your full probationary period. And generally, it would mean that the total length of your probationary contract wouldn't ordinarily go past about 10 months in total. If your manager does agree to extend your contract, this should be confirmed to you by letter and you should receive that letter before the end of your original probationary period. It's important to note, however, that if the opportunity to extend is not detailed in your contract, your manager does not have to do this. And that leads us to the second possible outcome of the meeting, which is that your manager can in effect decide to end your probationary contract at that meeting. 
If your manager decides to end your contract, you should receive a letter telling you this, telling you when your last day of work should be, and the letter should also detail your right of appeal and the notice period you have, all of which should be in line with the probationary contract you received at the beginning of your probationary period. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that it's important to familiarise yourself with the key action employers should take to evidence that you have been given every opportunity to improve if, during your probation, concerns are raised about your performance. If you are familiar with what your boss should be doing to make sure you are treated fairly, and we've tried to give a flavour of that in the five tips you've just listened to, If you're familiar, it follows then that if these five things are not done and you are dismissed from your probationary contract, you may have evidence that you have been wrongfully dismissed. And wrongful dismissal will be the subject of our final podcast episode in this mini-series, which you can listen to next week. Remember, If you need help with your probationary contract or any other employment rights matter, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week, have the best Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.